Namaste. I welcome you all to the 65th session of Guru Bodha. Uh, we have with us uh, Dr. M.B. Guraja sir and Dr. Raghuram sir. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. H. Chandrasekhar Udupa. Uh, these Guru Bodha sessions are made exclusively available for Easy Ayurveda weekly classes subscribers. If you haven't yet, please go to easyayurveda.com slash video dash classes. Uh, today's session is on the Nasya Karma. So the question was, can you please explain in detail the timings on Nasya Karma? Can we do the Nasya Karma for healthy persons on a daily basis where the sky is clear and devoid of clouds? Why cloud? What is the relationship between clouds and nasya, which is just putting herbal oil or you know drops into the nose? So let me break down this uh, question. An interesting question as well. Uh, the timings of nasya generally as a part of Pachakarma therapy. So we conduct uh, nasya in the morning times. Uh, in Vata Roga, sometimes it is also done in the evening times also. Preferably as a general rule and a general principle, it is uh, carried on in the morning session. Early morning session, we can... Uh, Consider it as so as a part of panchakarma as a part of dinacharya pratimarshanasya can be done almost daily every day it can be done in healthy people it can be done so when we are doing it as a part of panchakarma shirovirachana or nasya it will be more over therapeutic in role uh, rather than preventive in role so after the main disease has gone for example for what we are doing uh, nasya or a shirovirachana as a part of panchakarma procedure. Nasahi shirasodvaram, it is said in Ayurveda. So the nose forms the gateway or the passageway for the head, senses and everything. A shira is said to be the uttama indriya. So that is uh, the best organ uh, in the body is our uh, head. And uh, almost all the, when we go through the shiras and also the description of uh, shiras, why it is called as uttamanga, uh, we come to know that uh, many faculties are there. So like many sense organs and uh, many senses, motor functions, everything all discharges, our emotions and everything is controlled by the brain, the central nervous system, the nerve fibers coming from there. The electrical circuit of our uh, system comes from uh, right at the top. Human body is said to be an uh, inverted uh, tree wherein uh, the branches are pointing downwards, uh, the trunk that is uh, chest and abdomen in the center and the root is right at the top. So that is at the head from where we operate. So just like a tree will have its root right at the bottom, we have it right at the top. And uh, so considering it as root, it needs to be nurtured very regularly. So it needs water, it needs fertilizers, it night needs sunlight, it night needs so many things and a fertile soil and so many things to keep it under balance. So we have many procedures to keep that head in a cool and composed way, functioning, going along and monitoring the different uh, functions. And uh, NASA is considered as, the nose is considered as the Shirasodwaram. So many scientific studies have been done about that. Either the medicine put into the nose is going to reach the brain level or brain matrix or not. Uh, that is a difficult concept to discuss here. But it is considered to be a shiraso dwaram, the uh, door for the gateway or the passageway for the head. So in a way, when we are doing panchakarma and the therapeutic procedures, different oils we are using, we are addressing so many issues there in the head and neck, jatrurgavikarasana. We call it as the above the level of our collarbone. And not only for that, uh, many uh, conditions of the nose, ear, and also the eye conditions. Uh, so we do nasya. So it, it is also done in pigmentation disorders like Venga and other things, some pigmentation disorders of the face, cervical spondylosis, uh, shoulder pain, and so many other conditions, brachial, uh, brachial neuralgia, Vishwati and Apabahuta, we have conditions, many painful conditions, non-painful conditions, conditions uh, like nasal congestion, sinusitis, so many conditions we are doing the nasya. We are choosing, and the nasya is also of different uh, varieties. 
the question is not pertaining to that so it it may be in the form of oil it may be in the form of a powder it may be in the form of smoke and fumigation so many uh, procedures are there so ayurveda has explained nasya as a therapeutic measure number 1 and also a, uh, which includes the curative and also the preventive measures and as a di- uh, diurnal process or a daily ritual which can be done on daily basis uh, like pratimarshanasya so almost every day a uh, couple of drops of nasya can be put into the nostril so the beauty of ayurveda is ayurveda goes to that particular level to tell that even when we are doing it daily at what different timings we have to do uh, that has also been explained by our uh, masters uh, so in in a particular day we can do it more than 5 to 6 times pratimarshanasya so that is that is the thing so since it is a shirasodwara we need our head in a cool and composed way in a balanced way so to start the day with the nasya is not a harm as a part of dinacharya uh, so again uh, coming to this uh, split so i think uh, i have uh, given the intro to this particular question so the question is uh, that uh, timings of nasya karma yes generally as i said as uh, uh, the preventive and curative part of uh, panchakarma we do it in the morning or in the evening for vata vikaras and uh, as a part of uh, dinacharya it can be done uh, so at many times in a day so once again eligibility and non eligibility criteria is very important arha and anarha ayurveda has explained about the eligibility and the non eligibility for all the panchakarma measures including the nasya ashira vrechana who is who can take these therapies and who should not be take, taking those things and in what conditions it should be done and what not. so every procedure will have a purva karma pradana karma paschat karma so that is a preparation before doing the treatment among that come to judge the day proper day and also the timing of doing the nasya in the purva karma that is in the preparation itself i am mentioning this because there is a question uh, related to this uh, nasya like can we practice do nasya karma for healthy persons on a day when the sky is clear devoid of clouds yes absolutely the durdina that is a, a day which is covered by clouds is said to be a contraindication for doing the nasya in some conditions it is done because the procedure has been started and one cloudy day the doctors are carrying it out the procedures and some people might not have noticed the difference at all so here we tell that as a practice on almost every day doing it on a Uh, cloudy maybe one day it may not show the effect but definitely the cloud the cloudy conditions indicate the imbalance of kapha and ama in the system so when there is a cloudy environment so the kapha will be in a, a rise so the ama will be in a rise in that particular condition the taila or the gruta which we are using it as nasya so on a cloudy day we can do a chuda nasya that is permissible a dhuma nasya can be carried over ekshira dhuma can be carried over okay so all these things can be done but uh, the tailanasya and grutanasya so it is better to avoid on these uh, conditions not to take a chance some people may not find a difference as i said i have seen some of my colleagues continue uh, doing the nasya even on a cloudy day so like we take in bangalore most of the days will be cloudy and nasya so the person has to take nasya and rush to the office given a morning slot because they have to go to the office so as a procedure it is carried patient will not know doctor will not tell so if the complication comes then only it will be noticed and the, the doctors know how to manage but to be on a safer side better not to do on a cloudy day so it may exacerbate the congestion and the blocks if it is done on a cloudy day so it can be uh, done in a, in a healthy people and even in a diseased condition when we are doing panchakarma we need to take care about this even in healthy conditions if we are doing pratimarshanasya it is better to tell the patient if it is extremely cloudy and if it is raining uh, you can discontinue on that particular day so that thing and the hot measures like to keep up the balance the heat like 
take uh, hot water and all those things, uh, hot food, uh, so less sunless food, less fatty food, those things can be suggested on those particular day also. Like Ubaytaha Snehana is also contraindicated, like when we do Nasya, from the other route, the Sneha should not be given. So like oral consumption of Gruta or Taila or through the enema, it should not be given. So administration of the fats in double direction is also contraindicated in this particular instance. As I said, when we go through a proper procedure like Panchakarma, the Purva Karma, the preparation of the patient, where many things need to be seen, the preparedness of the patient, whether the person is fit to take the uh, treatment or not, the conditions of the day, cloudy conditions, and every day the health needs to be checked, general health, and the preparedness of the patient needs to be checked, whether the patient has taken food or not, or empty stomach, because there are so many rules and regulations for the preparation and while doing the procedure also the, it needs to be done in a procedural way uh, that is like abhyanga swedana and then nasya so if these things are carried on in a good way it is good in pratimaksha directly the person is using the uh, nasya two to three drops in each nostril so even on that day if uh, somebody can help out or the person can give a local massage to the face take the steam and then take uh, the nasya if it is not a durgana not covered by cloud well and good so welcome Pashtat karma is very important on the follow-up, uh, the person needs to uh, follow certain procedures like uh, immediately after doing nasya, taking cold foods, cold items and all those things will be contraindicated uh, for a certain uh, period of time. And uh, oh, the hot water gargle and also many other procedures uh, which come in the Pashtat karma also need to be followed. A proper dietetic regimen needs to be followed and a lot of the rules and regulations need to be followed. So mainly a saintly life uh, is mandatory to have the best benefits of any of the Panchakarma procedures. Regarding, uh, I think, uh, on the split of the question, I think I have answered uh, most of uh, part. Is that, Guru, what are the commonly used you know, for the Nasya? medicines and the logic when you go for nasya and when you basically there are two uh, occasions where nasya can be done one is for a healthy person to maintain his health as a routine procedure or maybe dhinacharya something like that or a seasonal cleansing something like that the other one is in a disease condition definitely when uh, there is a um, climatic condition which is not supporting and it is a cloudy day or a rainy day Definitely, I don't take the things to have, I think, because usually if on the cloudy day or a rainy day, if you do Nasya Karma, we're using an oil or anything like that of a lipid-based material, then it tend to increase the secretions in the nose and thereby the patient will have some other complications related to that. So that's why usually I avoid it. And if a patient is in a, for a health purposes in order to maintain the health and all those purposes, if he is going for Nasya, then definitely a rainy season uh, or a cloudy day is not a right type of uh, timing for doing these procedures. Moreover, if it is a rainy day, if you do definitely needs to do it, then there are different methods of doing it because we can't go with a regular oil-based or a ghee-based something into the nostrils. We can go for the dhumanasya or we can go for the powder nasya, that is pradhamanasya, something like that we can use it. Depending upon the condition, we can use it. But of course, Padamanasi is a little bit um, tougher and it is not uh, so um, no, appreciated by the patient because it's irritating many a time. And of course, we know that Nasya is of basically two types, a Shamana Nasya and Shodhan Nasya. But definitely Shodhan Nasya will uh, make you to secrete more and more and to clear the tracks. Shamana Nasya will give you something like that because something like Pratimarsha Nasya is a Shamana Nasya which can be done on an everyday basis, particularly in the winter season where the nose becomes stuffy and 
and many times I have observed we used to put one or two drops of anuthaila into the nostrils then definitely it will going to support us because that oil based on the oil there will be no you know evaporation of moisture or something like that because of the cold so such type of things won't happen or even the tightness won't occur in the nostrils and the mucous membranes so that type of um, basic understanding it's to be done otherwise usually i go for anutha anuthailanasya and shadbindu thailanasya and very rarely i go for nimba thailanasya in kalitya and palitya and such type of things and otherwise danvandram 101 and kshirabala or neurocare that type of things in vataja rogas and particularly with pakshaghata and ardita and these conditions yeah important recipes added there by uh, our guruja sir so one more thing i wanted to add is kunkumadi uh, thailanasyam for uh, some pigmentation disorders on the face uh, and also for the beautification uh, giving an abhyanga with ishtimadu taila or kshirabala taila so later we can go with the uh, fermentation like swedana and uh, maybe a kshiraduma like uh, ishtimadu churna uh, boiled with uh, milk its uh, uh, steaming is given to the face and then we can go with the kunkumadi taila nasya and uh, i also prefer doing kunkumadi taila nasya after a shadbindu taila anutaila nasya one course give a certain gap and give so that uh, the nasal passages will be cleared and later kunkumadi taila acts in a better way in this particular conditions mahamasha mahamasha taila is another one or brahmat masha taila so that is one thing uh, which is really good in uh, cervical spondylosis and other vata Uh, rogas so as uh, guruja sir said danvantram 101 kshirabala 101 anutaila and shadbindu are always best and praised medicine, medicines so always uh, should be there in a cabinet of a doctor practicing panchakarma uh, preventive or curative uh, thank you sir and there's a question like um, uh, in a, in extremely cold countries where the you know winter spans for like 78 months in a year uh, for those li- people who live in a cloudy and rainy climate can we not do the nasya at all like i live in seattle usa and is and it is mostly cloudy and rainy for 78 months in a year is that a procedure in this case contraindicated disease demands maybe a little bit more of swedana can be done or some sort of an adjustment maybe dhumapana is done post nasya so that there is no kapha increase chances so any such adjustments can be done raghuram sir first please can be uh, see so ex- on experimental basis we are doing so many uh, so many things uh, that can also be tried like uh, uh, doing than say if it is really mandatory and as you said if the disease demands uh, uh, things to be done but still they are not explained in the shastra if we go strictly abide by the shastra and if we are following the principles wait so if uh, the climate is not good wait for the climate to open up uh, until then there are many other procedures uh, the same conditions which can be treated uh, using nasya can also be uh, treated by giving shamana oshadas like oral medications in the form of kashayam tablets churnas there are there so during the rainy season we will follow those things and have the disease under balance and then the when the climate opens up when it is favorable so we'll wait like an opportunist and then attack the disease during that period any disease will have two uh, stages like mainly a vega avastha and avega avastha so like uh, a time period where it exhibits all its symptoms and a silent period where it is not exhibiting the uh, symptoms so when the uh, let us consider uh, in the places like uh, seattle what you mentioned in usa there is com- some cold and congestion related problem we will try to balance it with uh, uh, using 
some duma, some steaming, and uh, some oral medications, kashayam, and also tablet, churna, and everything during the rainy season or during the cloudy season. When the symptoms are there, we will go with an ag aggressive approach. When the season will open up and uh, when it is a little bit sunny, so the symptoms also will come down. That we call it as avegavastha. It is a silent period where the disease goes dormant or gets hidden. During that period, we will attack. So it is always better to attack in the dormant period or the period wherein the disease is silent. So that will also act in a, as act as a double shot. It will prepare the system to tolerate the disease better. So we cannot tell it will uh, the disease will be cured in the next season, but the person may have a better tolerance. If it is done in the next season, the person may uh, also we can tell it as uh, just a word of the symptoms can come come away from the symptoms. So gradually, if we can do this, and as you said, uh, subject to the changes. If it is really mandatory and if there is no other procedure at all available, no medicines, nothing is available, we have to do nasya, then we can do it on an experimental basis. What will be the results of those things? We don't know. If it clicks, it clicks. If it doesn't, then we need to have a plan B to uh, monitor small complications coming out of the treatment. Why simply you complications through the treatment? So always play safe. Thank you, Raghuram, sir. And uh, Guru, sir, please. See, particularly in the places like Seattle in USA and those... Uh, climatic zones where uh, almost six to eight months will be covered with snow or cold or breezy or even such a rainy day. Definitely, when we are living in such a condition, Asya can be done, but we need to take certain measures to counter it. For example, what Acharyas have said, it's very typically to the condition like a place in India. It is adjusted to, but where the people living in a Seattle and such type of uh, atmosphere, I mean, uh, that type of uh, climatic conditions, where the houses are so designed, they are uh, very typically meant and the temperature is inside the house is compactly very normal. They walk uh, simple with uh, regular dresses. Only they need those extra dresses or protection from the winter cold only when they come outside the house. So in this situation, if you want, if the season is uh, in that fashion, no problem. Make the patient to stay inside the house. You do the treatment and ask the patient to stay there inside the house. No need to go out. If we block that his exposure to the outside winter protectively protecting him from the outside winter then definitely we can do the therapies as usual as good as possible in any other season that's a good point because uh, in most of the western countries because of extreme cold they will be having like warmers at the uh, home that any type of nasia is good for arthritis or knee pain usually type of therapy largely chosen based on the organ affected if there are any for example locked jaw or you know jaw or joints of the skull and the facial bones if they are affected then maybe with arthritis or with some other condition then nasa would make sense but because knee is a distant organ may not be directly nasa might not be directly having a uh, Effect on it, Guraja sir, please. Definitely, you rightly pointed out uh, temporal mandibular joint arthritis or any arthritis of the thing or even cervical spondylitis, it's also comes under it is a type of thing. So, all those orthotic conditions can be used uh, by nursia. I mean, nursia can be an option, but uh, definitely not for the knee pain. The osteoarthritis of the knee or the even uh, rheumatoid arthritis of the knee, I don't think it is going to help anyway. It may be useful in case of um, cervical uh, spondylitis and even any temporomandibular joint related uh, issues and such other bone issues of the Uttamanga are above the clavicle because there are uh, certain areas where a particular therapy acts. Nasya is a such a therapy which acts very beautifully 
in those areas. So I don't think so for a knee pain, we need to go for any uh, nasya therapy. Thank you, sir. And also, like if for some reason, they plan for nasya and happened in a cloudy day and then there are side effects like blockage of nose, heaviness in the head and neck, uh, maybe in some cases like a uh, uh, Pratishaya or running nose. Uh, what can be done so that the uh, you know, symptoms can be controlled, Raghuram sir? Uh, uh, you know, because the patient gets gets it done in the morning and he needs to go to office. He has running nose. So when Nasya is done with oil and uh, ghee or no oil or ghee, obviously the kapha uh, kapha symptoms are definitely going to uh, increase. Like if there may be a congestion, there may be overflow discharges from the nose. These conditions can happen. So the hot remedies will be the best ones. So anti kapha remedies uh, can be done so like just give a steaming and try to clear off uh, the congestion or if possible give uh, haridra duma like uh, duma can be given haridra is the best one to ward off that particular condition and uh, give some hot beverages like panchakola panta trikatu churna these can be given so dashamula kadutraya kashayam also can be given to bring down the condition so anything which is used in uh, pratishaya kasa shwasa chikitsa can be used for a short term basis give a gap of 2 3 days and uh, if it is really needed, restart the uh, treatment. So that can be uh, done. If in case if, they, if there are uh, emergencies or any complications due to nausea, and for the whole day, the person should be asked to take uh, sips of hot water or uh, hot beverages, which is prevent uh, prepared with the shunti, like uh, shunti siddha jala or jiraka siddha siddha jala. So water processed with uh, uh, cumin seeds or uh, ginger or maybe panchakola uh, powder. So that can be taken throughout the day. So gradually the cold will come down, the congestion will come down, the nose nasal passages will open and the person will start breathing better and the lightness will be felt by, at the end of the day. And no oily foods throughout the day. So like uh, the person can go on a very simple bland diet. Uh, so so uh, the, these suggestions can be given to the patient, easy digestible uh, foods and not, don't expose to the cold conditions. So keep yourself warm even when you are going out so these things don't get exposed to the dust and other things take as much precaution as possible thank you sir uh, guru sir if you have any points definitely for this condition we have a better procedure that's what we usually do it after the vamana karma once the vamana is uh, all the things are done and the lays what what is called as a shesha dosha nishya nirharanartha once we will do that that is called dhumrapana so here in this case, we can go for definitely for the Dhumravarti, which is typically as mentioned by Dr. Gramsha regarding that uh, Haridra. And in my practice, I observed that with Haridra, if it is given with Guggulu, I usually make a Varti of my own with uh, Haridra, Tvak and Guggulu. With that combination, we will make and make a, something like a cigar and we make them to burn and that um, uh, make the patient to inhale that smoke. Then that will go into clear the throat as well as the nasal congestions and everything will be settled down. And make it a habit that if you are doing it on a cloudy day, unnecessarily don't need to wait the, its vapor um, to happen. So definitely as a post-nasal or nasya karma, Better go for a Dhumravarti, Dhumapana for a one uh, short course, then allow the patient to go out. That's a good strategy that, you know, anticipate the side effect and act so that complications are uh, very uh, minimal. There's a question, Raghuram uh, sir, regarding Dhuma Nasya versus Dhumapana. Can you please explain that, please? For us. And what okay. are the Duma Nasya choices? Ah, Duma Nasya choices are, see, the Duma Nasya can be a Ruksha Nasya or, or, or it, can, it may be a, a wet Nasya also, like it may be a dry or wet conditions depending on that. See, there is one important uh, uh, 
dumanasya which we can do is kshira duma so that is also can be taken as a duma as well as a it is not a nasya actually it is a kshira duma so like the milk is boiled with the powders like ishtimadu dashamola and its inhalation is given so that is used for respiratory conditions and also some conditions and other conditions so here duma pana is having a different duma pana is having different benefits in comparison to the dumanasya as you have already indicated some benefits are similar for dumanasya and duma pana dumanasya is uh, generally taken through the nostrils duma pana is uh, taken through the mouth okay so as guruji sir uh, rightly pointed out after the vamana karma what we are doing is not dumanasya it is dumra pana so that also helps in uh, mainly helps in clearing the throat and also the lung field and also the uh, earlier branches of the respiratory system so till there it will be very effective so we, we can prefer dumanasya there but duma pana is an ideal choice dumanasya already the person is having a vamana uh, post vamana in the post vamana condition the person is already there so what we need to do in that particular condition is the residual shesha dosha nirdharana that's all so it is not the majority of the tapa has been removed already by uh, vamana so whatever is residue whatever is sticking in the passages that needs to be the shesha dosha needs to be removed it doesn't mean that the vamana has not acted properly in spite of a samyak vanta lakshana in spite of giving a proper vamana and the proper symptoms have been found out there may be some so like uh, the throat clearance or some condition the person may still be feeling some heaviness in those conditions we can go with the duma pana so duma pana is not carried out as a very regular uh, uh, procedure so wherever there is a kapha ama conditions we can go with the dumra pana and uh, duma nasya is a similar condition which is administered predominantly through the nasal passages probably for the nasal conditions vata and kapha conditions in the jatrurg uh, pradesha and also in the uttamanga that is head cervical conditions uh, that is uh, uh, some nasal conditions vata kapha or kapha vrutta vata conditions we can go with the dumanasya so that is the thing i wanted to tell when we go through the indications i think if we can draw a line and put the conditions of dumanasya on one side and dumapana on one side so we may find uh, gross differences between those things the procedure also differs okay so again in dumrapana also a lot of other uh, indications have been done by our acharyas how the dumapana should be taken through the nose or the, through the uh, mouth if it is taken from the mouth from where it should be left okay so for that we need to discuss the entire class of dumapana and dumanasya so for time being these are the two different conditions and having said that i don't practice a lot of dumra pana or dumra nasya okay so because i don't have a facility of practicing panchakarma i may refer patients with the indication i will be in conversation with the doctors whomever i refer so i may indicate what needs to be done okay so i don't practice it in my clinic or i don't have the facility to practice this thing duma nasya kshira duma i have indicated for the people even in uh, asthma or uh, uh, post asthma conditions like the person is in the recovery phase of uh, asthma in that particular condition a duma kshira duma has immensely helped for those persons so different conditions different strategies different method of applications and different therapeutic uses we have for these two conditions so depending on the condition we need to use and duma nasya see dumrapana almost always uh, induces that uh, what we can call it as uh, rukshata and laguta okay by removing that uh, uh, stagnant kapha and also the ama and clearing the passages and that wetness and dampness is removed by dumrapana dumra nasya can be in the form of duma so it's generally in a wet condition so that it essentially need not it can create more moistness than creating a uh what we can call it as dryness now i'll give two examples before i finish 
Haridra Duma, as I said, golden days, even my grandma used to do when there is cold and congestion, immediately a pinch of uh, turmeric used to be taken powder, put on cotton, and the cotton is lit with the fire. And uh, she used to ask us to take a big blanket or a towel, put it over the head and inhale its uh, uh, fumes. So this is also a Duma. The, we are taking Duma that instantly causes dryness in the nose, dryness in the throat, dryness in the respiratory cavity. Suddenly that dampness and wetness starts come down. The uh, There is running nose, but immediately we can find that uh, the nose is getting clear. The congestion is getting clear. Immediate relief is there. So here it is moreover creating a dryness. I'm not speaking about Dhumapana. Here also it is a Dhuma only. Dhuma Nasya, it is Dhuma which is going through the Nasa Marga. And second example was I gave about the Kshira uh, Dhuma, a hot water uh, steaming what we give. It is in a wet condition. So generally that also will help in dissolving the secretions and also bringing them out. It may not be effective in inducing that dryness as much as and lightness as much as Haridra does, the hot water. And when we go to the Kshiraduma, it has a different effect. It is also going through the nose only. The person is, it is, everything is done in the form of inhalation only, but the therapeutic effects are totally different. So in the Kshiraduma, the person can feel even a, a more relaxed and also more relieved and also more, uh, uh, and it's moreover like a nourishing type of uh, uh, Nasya. And uh, when I said about uh, Haridra Duma, many people definitely cannot tolerate. So immediate, because immediately there is irritation of the nose that needs to be done. Uh, once uh, uh, I used to teach some uh, US students here in Bangalore, so who had come here, they asked about a similar question. So two, three students are feeling uh, cold and congestion due to the uh, climatic conditions in Bangalore. They asked whether we can take Masya, whether you can demonstrate on us. I thought uh, it is best to go with uh, uh, Haridra Duma. So two students found it extremely excited. So like uh, immediately the congestion, wow, this acts like an emergency medicine pressure. So it acts like uh, a steroid, they said it was so refreshing, so light. And on the other side, one girl found it very difficult. Uh, she, uh, she said she had irritation, she did not have sleep. She, uh, she had uh, uh, some strange feeling uh, the day it was done, though the congestion was re uh, relieved. So immediately she gave a phone call to me. So I asked her to do these things, put a little bit of ghee in your uh, nose and uh, then uh, so just, just apply it or take some hot water, some hot beverage. So some food, uh, customized food I have advised her to take. So the symptoms came down, but she felt a little bit irritated. So it also depends on the tolerance of the person for particular medication. By and large, Dhuma Nasya in a way is very similar to Dhumapana. In, in a way, in a way, yes. Though the and names are different. See, I feel when the names are different, the procedures are different. So they will be having different uh, procedures. There are different procedures and their utility will be different. Uh, but uh, ultimately, we should see where the goal, where it is reaching, the destination of the treatments. As you said, uh, so by and large, as you said, we can consider them as similar therapies, having slightly different therapeutic roles or different uh, methods of administration, but the, de the destination will be almost same. And also probably, you know, in the Apamarga Thandulia, the eye of Charaka, he gives herbs useful for Shiro Virechana. Uh, so these herbs probably, if they are used in a certain way, uh, then then probably they can be you uh, they can be considered as nasya whereas whereas in the dumapana section of asanga rudyam there is a different set of ingredients that are explained probably the dumapana and dumanasya are differentiated the choice of herbs 
uh, that are given in different situations. Absolutely. Again, you can see there uh, whatever you have mentioned there. So, Dumadravani, Mrudu, Shamana, Tikshna. That's what I was telling. Uh, it's not universal that I use Haridra to everybody, Pipuli to everybody, or Aguru or uh, Musta, whatever is there to everybody. So I think it is more over customized. We will learn it with practice. We may go wrong. Every time we may go wrong, but we will learn certain things. Come back to the basics and try to find out some other better uh, options if they really work out or not. So or by, by and large, as you said, the Duma Pana. Pana is essentially to, unless it is a Nasa Pana, specifically. Nasa Pana is something which is taken through the nose and uh, again it goes to... So, in anything which is pana, which it goes through the oral route only. Anything which is nasya, first goes through the nasal route only. That is the basic difference between the terminologies. And duma nasya probably is uh, uh, whether it is murdo, tikshna, or madhyama, whatever dravyas we are using. So probably it is used for this uh, uh, congestion. As as I said, see uh, different type of nasyas. Among them, if we consider duma nasya and taila nasya or gruta nasya on one side, sneha nasya or snigda nasya on one side. So they are like antagonists to each other, a complication which is created by the sneha, sneha nasya. Like already we uh, dealt with that particular question. If there are some small complications of using the uh, taila nasya or the gruta nasya, what to do? The remedy may be the duma nasya. Now, excess of duma nasya we have given for the congestion and all those things. And the person has developed extreme dryness and irritation of the indriyas and all those things. As I said, the example of one girl, what is the remedy for that? Immediately switch over to the sneha nasya. So that will be the remedy. So there itself, the different formats are given. One is for vata, another is for kapha, another is for vata kapha. So like this, we can categorize those things and also use one as a remedy for the other, the complications created by the other. So there's a question on, uh, you mentioned about nasya with nimbataila for hair loss prevention. I think there's a remedy for you know, alopecia areata cases as well. Uh, can you please explain? Uh, usually it is a simple nimbataila that is uh, used in a neem oil used in conditions like baldness but in particularly alopecia then we recommend to use the mahanimbataila and in mahanimbataila we don't get it in the market we need to prepare it's a combination or the single mahanimba also in the, in the thailapaka we need to take it and most so is that nimbataila or mahanimbataila name is so easy to tell but the therapy is so much irritating it is not easily tolerable by everybody it is not a simple or easy method to have a nimbataila nasya because it's highly irritating and of course it has a very typical smell but of course effective wise it has a very good effect on hair growth particularly on the scalp sorry sir so what could be the logic that it works uh, maybe krimihara action is coming to picture there. It may be Krimihara to one level. The next level would be it is uh, opening the blocks caused by the Kapha. Wherever there is the Roma Koopa has been blocked by the Kapha and that may be stimulating it into opening it up. That may be the reason for that. Uh, uh, thank you there sir. And moving on, how Gugulu can be used in Dhumavarti preparation? It's uh, pretty much straightforward in that, uh, you know, because Google acts as a binding agent, that's why even in our Google tablets it's used. Usually in a Google tablet, it is like 50% all other herbs and 50% of Google is used. So similarly, probably here also, uh, it, it can be used as a binding agent. And also due to the resins, uh, you know, it can, con continues to burn continuously and emits Duma 
in a sustained way uh, and also it has its own watahara action usually i prepare it in a very typical manner the shodita gugulu is taken or sometimes even the raw gugulu is also taken and it is pounded in a karada that is kalvayantra and to that haridra as well as twak churna are added and it is continuously pounded to mix well and then it automatically because of the pounding it loses its strength and becomes a resinous material and this resinous material can be rolled into a varthi usually we make in that fashion and that varthi is been given the light i mean uh, fire and it starts burning and then we make it to uh, emit smoke so then definitely it will give us a very typically the smelling aromatic as well as penetrating type of smoke which clears the throat as well as the nasal tract of the residual um, all the shesha dosha and all those things so particularly we you do it in case of um, women a patient uh, question to gurgaj sir about this uh, recipe sir so as you said it is used for dhumrapana can we use the same recipe for uh, as dhumanasya also sir like uh, burn it just like we take the haridra dhuma just burn it in some nasal congestion and other things ask the patient to inhale that so other than as paschat karma for women definitely we can use it it's uh, we need to see that's why you said it is totally based on the yukti of the vaidya he needs to understand that what drug to what extent in what condition how it can be utilized acharya has given a very clear idea that this is the condition see after the vamana there is a paschat karma in that shesha dosha nishindharanartha we need to go for this the same thing can be used even in case of nanasya also because while taking the shodhananasya also there will be excessive exudations will come from the nose and becomes the tank becomes a sticky and even sometimes i mean clogged so in that time condition definitely it can be used otherwise in generally also it can be used for regular basis also to some extent but we need to un- um, control the dosage pattern that's the only thing which vaidya uh, should do it absolutely thank you sir so this was uh, this answer from guruja sir also clarifies the other question which i was answering like see this uh, preparation this uh, recipe dumu uh, dumu varti which has been prepared by using gugulu and also the twak and also Uh, haridra is there so it can be used for uh, two purposes as uh, the question was asked what is the difference between dhumra pana and dhumra varthi so when this is used for dhumra pana so after vamana so probably it clears the residual kapha and residual doshas and gives that lightness so it is used as a paschat karma when we are using this as a dhumanasya we are using it as a pradana karma so there we are using it in paschat karma as dhuma pana when we are using it in dhumanasya this one so the dhuma it can be lit with fire and that dhuma can be inhaled through the nostrils as the pradana karma itself and it see the target will not be to clear the residual kapha here it will be the target will be the main kapha main congestion main drava main kleda to clear it so here we are using it as a pradana karma so the same recipe can be used in two different methodologies so that was a beautiful example and preparation given by uh, guruja sir so it, it can be according to the yukti we can use it this way or that way so depending on how, what are the we should know the ingredients and uh, whether it can be used in this particular condition or not so that is very important the same dhuma varti while preparing even i add on many occasions depending upon my requirement yavakshara 
and to some extent sometimes tankana and make it a parthi and that i use it in case of fistula or nadi vrana to remove the granulation tissue which is obstructing the path of the healing and once i use it the day when it is been placed in the nadi vrana patient will feel lot of pain of course some pain reliever should be given but the next day that whole nadi vrana will uh, that uh, granulation tissue will be totally disintegrated and it comes out like a, just like a muddy water or something like that and it clears the track and thereby it becomes a fresh wound and heals very properly later on very good uh, strategy there sir um, yeah same medicines if, if you know the purpose and ravagana points which one to use where it helps and yavakshara and shudratangana are doing that kshagana action and you know making the, making it like a fresh wound wherein the healing process can start and uh, moving quickly on the same topic of nasya paralysis uh, nasya day today like what are the nasya choices for migraine and depression depression uh, another beautiful thing about nasya is even in some cases grutas can also be used for nasya brahmi paila brahmi gruta comes to my mind especially in case of depression migraine uh, you know even mahanarayana taila dhanvantaram tailam can also be used any specific choices here sir please guruja sir definitely for migraine we can go for kshirabala 101 as well as dhanvantaram 101 and for depression as very rightly pointed out brahmi gruta can also be taken and moreover there is if you feel like um, there is something shaya or the destruction inside the nasal cavity or even the ent area or anything like that then we can go for even for the mahamashataila also particularly but for migraine i i my choice will be dhanvantaram 101 for migraine I, i just was searching for a reference for the nasya for depression and also many of the major intelligence related disorders uh, mahakalyanaka grutha is also used for nasya therapy and there's a question on can you please briefly brief out the herbs used for kshiraduma yeah so generally uh, see kshiradu uh, kshiraduma i had uh, observed some uh, uh, practitioners of ayurveda use this so this was not uh, my recipe i was not practicing that i started advising since i Uh, seen a few results long back so estimadu siddhakshira is used generally and also dashamula siddhakshira estimadu and dashamula and many other people use many other ingredients for kshiraduma it is pro- the milk is processed with that and the person is just just like that so just like we take hot water uh, uh, steaming so just like that estimadu kshira uh, kshira paka it can be prepared in the kshira paka or boiled and until the uh, medicinal ingredients come to the milk kshirapaka should be the best procedure to prepare so to make sure that the milk has got those properties and the person is asked to inhale so uh, it is ideal in those conditions where we cannot uh, go to a vigorous and strong treatment like uh, vamana in uh, a patient of uh, shwasa especially Uh, the person is feeling bre- uh, breathless and especially we are speaking about uh, the bronchitis condition and also the asthmatic condition bridge between these two conditions where we uh, the patient is anarha the patient uh, cannot be given these therapies so there these small strategies i am not speaking about uh, in a very complicated conditions the condition is manageable but these uh, therapies cannot be given so the person wants to breathe free this is not the one and the only remedy so along with the, that some vyadi pratinika chikitsa like the disease specific kashayams and other medicines should be given the person will start feeling instantly good uh, in terms of breathing once the person starts taking this dhuma 
So the I think the other procedure can be gone through this. Yes, as you uh, rightly mentioned, the balamula. So again, for water disorders, like even in, even in water uh, jashirashula, uh, the water type of headache where there is uh, pain predominance, even in migraine conditions, chiraduma can definitely work when it is prepared with uh, balamula. So dashamula. So these things are regularly used. All doctors don't practice this, but few doctors are practicing this but uh, in the conditions which uh, it is indicated we can consider this as an innovative form of uh, zuma itself so where we use uh, the liquid materials kashayam and other things instead of that we are using uh, the base substance as uh, milk instead of kashayam and other things and there's a question regarding which conditions gluten sci is recommended Absolutely. going back to the basics of the you know astanga first chapter pila is for vata and gruta is for pitta Absolutely. And uh, there is honey for kapha mentioned as the primary as uh, this one. So mainly for pitta disorders and then associated with vata because he uh, balances pitta and vata. But by and large, if it can be done with oil, then oil is preferred. Pailamayvata nasyarte nityabhyasena shasyate shirasa shleshma dhamatvat snehaha swasasya na itare. Medicated oil is usually ideal for nasyapta. Procedure, especially if it is used for daily, and because the head is a dwelling place for kapha dosha and no fat other than oil can keep it healthy. Also, another hint that they are giving is that you know the thaila sesame oil by default, thaila thaila, and it is hot in nature. That helps in uh, keeping the kapha threat away. Whereas in gruta, there is a small threat of kapha dosha, uh, kapha dosha increase. So as an end required, media action because. Gruta is better media ingredient than Thaila and wherever the Pitta Pradhana is there, probably there it makes sense to use Gruta Yoga or Thaila Yoga. Regarding any more oil choices for Nasi other than Shadbindu in case of graying hair. I said no, Nimba Thaila. Nimba Thaila, yeah. I mean it is both for... Yeah, yeah, it's for both Kalithya and Palithya. Yes, sir. Please. Yeah, one more thing I just wanted to clarify because, uh, because we were speaking about Duma, Nasi and other things. Kshiraduma uh, or hot water vapors, whatever we are giving, we can, they, they have to be considered as variants of Bhashpa Sveda only. So, but it is going in the form of vapors, that is why we are given the name Duma. So, they need to be taken as, a, uh, when we take it as Shushka Sveda and Ardra Sveda, wet form of uh, sudation, like the sudation therapy itself, they have to be taken. And uh, yeah, so going to the other parts, so the, the other things are clear. Duma Nasya, the Nasya word is there. It, it is uh, self-explanatory. Shiraduma is neither a nasya nor a dumapana. It is a form of uh, Svedana, but it is acting through the vapors. That is why we can. it is named as Shiraduma. So because uh, we are uh, using the vapors, but it is not dumapana. Shiraduma and dumapana are totally different. Dumapana, again, it is, it is a procedure so, uh, which is used as Pashatkarma for uh, Vamana and even in other therapies as a main therapy itself. Uh, then coming to the Shiraduma or any a procedure which is using the vapors to give the heat which comes in the, from the heat form, it should be taken as the form of Svedana itself. See, when it comes to the Nasya, by using different type of uh, drugs, if you are using any fumes, like by burning something in the form of Dhuma, if it is taken, it will be more Tikshna in nature and more Ushna in nature and more Ruksha in nature. Where people want to tolerate these things can be shifted upon to that Kshirapaka Vidhi 
thing uh, i mean uh, where the dukta is added to that and these things are boiled and the vapors are been passed in the similar manner then it will be even though it is ushna but it will not be ruksha to that extent and it will not be even tishna to that extent and there is some little bit of soumyata there and whenever we are using a particular oil it will be more compared to the earlier to the more snigdha it is so that is the way we need to understand but if it is a totally the fumes which is not the vapors of any oil i mean liquid material it is going to dry then it is more ruksha and more tikshna and penetrative in nature whereas it is from the milk or in the form of kshirapaka or any two type of different solvent mixed together then there will be soumyata it will be there and it will have some sort of cooling nature also it will be or snigdha will come in but when it is comes to the oil it is totally comparably snigdha will be further increased so depending upon the requirement we need to opt for the drug of choice for our conditions regarding dhumanasya heard of use of madhu for what condition it is recommended usually we don't use it as a honey we'll boil it and we don't use it in any of these things but if anybody is doing i don't know for what reason uh, when you make it hot what the fumes it will come maybe little bit kapha hara in nature but to achieve that kapha hara nature we can use better other drugs why we want to go for uh, using madhu i don't know uh, thank you sir and there is uh, one more question probably the last one for today is nasya for health uh, health of uh, vata dosha afflicting the hair causing hair fall thinning etc dry ends breaking Uh, very clearly it's told nimbataila nasya is good and the nashadwindu taila is also uh, used for parithi and kalithi so graying and the hair fall is uh, covered there also how to verify if it is not pitta drying up the hair usually the graying of hair is a classical pitta activity there itself all the bitterness of nimba is balancing out the pitta dosha there could be one of the ways it is acting and what nasya for vata or pitta on those cases has already been discussed nimbataila and shabindu taila so that wraps up today's session thank you all see you in the next session of guru bodha